the moderator would read the page and the agent would lift their hand when they would stop reading. And that was really interesting, like what they had to say about about the pages that were read. So so be honest, you heard whatever first pages they read. Were there any that were really bad? <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not going to focus say on the negative. Bad. I'm not going to say okay, whether that, they were don't bad. Answer that. Don't answer that. Welcome to The Right Note, a podcast dedicated to the independent author. From the craft of storytelling to the business side of publication, we cover it all. I'm J. Ryan Fenzel. And I'm Kira F. Jacobs. And this is The Right Note. In this bonus episode, we take you inside the writing workshop of San Francisco with our special correspondent, Kira F. Jacobs. How do you like being a correspondent, Kira? I like that word. Makes it feel official. You know, during the Iraq War, they had correspondents travel around with the army and they would call them, uh, they were embeds. They were embedded reporters with the military units. So we embedded you with this writing workshop. Interesting. I've never heard that before. <laughs> you learn something every day on the right note. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Welcome back to the right note. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Right Note Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Spotify, Google, Amazon, or any number of other streaming platforms. And uh, leave a nice review on podchaser.com if you like what you hear. And follow us on Instagram at The Right Note Podcast. I already said that. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> you did not. Okay. I felt that pause was like a segue into like, <laughs> okay, I had to say that. So let's get right to it. This past weekend, Kira participated in the 2023 Writing Workshop of San Francisco. So Kira, can you tell us what the Writing Workshop of San Francisco is? Yes. So they do this workshop annually and I think after COVID, they made it virtual. I'm not really sure, actually. I know it was in person before, but this year it was a virtual writing workshop, and it was on Friday and Saturday, so it was two days. And it basically was a ton of agents, editors, uh, just people in the publishing industry who taught classes on how to get published and the different ways you can get published you know, how to write a synopsis, how to write a query letter, how to do different things when you're when you are writing, like how not to info dump, that kind of stuff. So it was classes for two days, pretty much morning till evening. And yeah, it was a great time. So it was a how to get published two day seminar, basically. Pretty much. I, I wouldn't say it was all about like, how to get published. Some of it was more like how to perfect your writing craft. Because some people who were there weren't trying to get published. It was, you know, it, writing might have just been their hobby. I looked on the website and I counted 37 literary agents who participated in this, in this conference, or um, sorry, in the, uh, in the workshop. And I, from what I gathered from it, I mean, they actually, it wasn't just professors or, or other authors, but these agents were there there to teach some lessons or the sit on Q&A panels 
and they actually uh, provided an opportunity for authors to pitch their books. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take this opportunity to say breaking news. Tara, what is your breaking news from this weekend? I was able to do my first ever live pitch with an agent of my choice. And yeah, it was an experience. <laughs> so you actually sat down and gave, I guess, your pitch or a 90 second elevator pitch or how, how I guess, did they, did they request a certain format for you to give your pitch or they just said, have at it? Yeah, I think that was the hardest part for me was figuring out like what exactly to do. They pretty much, they just, the only thing they give you is a time slot and it was 10 minutes. That's better than 90 second pitch though, right? Yes. But 10 minutes goes by so fast when, when it's happening. I remember I glanced over at my phone kind of when I felt like, oh, maybe it's nearing the end. And I had one minute left, which I had already gotten through everything at that point. But, um, but yeah, so it was 10 minutes with an agent, like one-on-one on Zoom. Who did you, um, who did you pitch to? I pitched to Anjanette Barr of Dunham Literary. And uh, you said you chose her? Like, like, they, yes, you get to, choose. okay, you get to choose. So they didn't, they didn't say, here's who is available. And like, right. No, no, no. Okay. So why did you pick, um, Ann Jeanette Barr? So I picked Ann Jeanette because I had actually already sent a submission to her in March, uh, like beginning of March, just a regular query, which is how you submit to agents anyway. So I had sent to her in March and I hadn't, heard a response from her yet and so when I saw that she was at this at this workshop I was like well that would be cool to you know be able to pitch face to face like if she either hasn't gotten to my query yet or if she has seen my query and and decided not to reject it yet you know that was kind of my hope and I just feel like her you know after reading her bio and her website and you know all that kind of stuff I just felt like we connect on a lot of levels of what we like in a book so I just feel like we'd be a good partnership if if it came down to it. So you had actually submitted to her agency, to her actually, right? You you kind of sent query letter and and what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you picked her to pitch to at this conference. Yeah. Well played, Kara. <laughs> Thanks. Well, guys, what that does too is it shows that you care. That's what I think. Well, yeah, but she saw your now she can put a face with the name. And it makes an, uh, an impression mm-hmm. when she has your materials in front of her, but she can also, hey, I talked to her, I see her, you know, and, and so that, that's a good impression you can make. So tell us, what story did you pitch? I pitched my newest story. The working title is called A Smith's Quill. A Smith's Quill? A Smith's Quill. Yes. Not sure if that title will stand, but that's just kind of the working title right now. And it's adult fantasy novel. It's the first book in the duology. <laughs> and duology. Yeah. Okay. So that's funny. I think you and me both have a problem with trilogies. Yes. I would lose interest. <laughs> I have uh, two books that were the same characters and I could not come up with a third book idea. So Uncle Brian calls it... Um, calls them not a trilogy but a biology because there's only two of them <laughs> it's a duology it's a du- or a duology right but uh yeah so i'm gonna put you on a spot i want you to pitch the story to me okay do you want me to use the pitch that i used for anjanette 
Well, why not? You prepared for it and you remembered it. So let's let's do it. All right. Good thing I got my notes right here. Okay, so I already told you the title. It's an adult fantasy novel, first book in a duology, kind of sets the tone for you. So my book follows 20-year-old Naomi Massad, who is living a lie. She's been living under an alias since since she fled her home as a child. Um, She doesn't know why her father told her to live this way, but she trusts him and therefore keeps herself hidden. But then a golden quill is found in the rubble of a ruined city, and that find causes her king to start a manhunt for anyone with the last name Massad, which is her real last name. Fearing for her life and getting warned by the enchanted gargoyles who protect her city, Naomi flees into the mountains. She has no knowledge about what it means to be a Massad and no place to seek refuge, but she finds herself in the company of a powerful, magnificent, a golden witch, and a treasonist, all who hold clues to what her bloodline was created for. Naomi's world has been in a silent war with the gods from the outer void for centuries. It seems there is no way to defeat them. But when Naomi causes a mountain to erupt from the ground just by asking it to, she realizes that she is more like the gods than not, and she may be the last descendant who can end the war. Every day brings the world closer to falling into the palm of the god who loves death. Time is running out, royalty is hunting Naomi down, and she doesn't have control over her powers. If she is to save her world, she must ignore the fear she has of herself and trust the strangers who vow to raise her up to be the warrior she was created to be. Boom. Drop the mic. Bam. So um, after you gave the pitch, what kind of questions did you ask her? I mean, like, was it, was it a, did you have a format where you could ask her things or was it just like, give me your pitch. Thank you for coming. No, she basically, I mean, when we got on the Zoom, you know, she was like, you can spend this time however you want. She's like, you can read straight off the page if you want. You can ask me questions, whatever. And I prefaced it. I prefaced the pitch right away with like, oh, I have submitted to you already. So this may sound familiar. And that's when she looked up my query and said, oh, I saw your work and I was interested in it and that kind of stuff. So um, now, had you, did you tell her? Did you tell her about uh, Bendigo Fletcher and and the, what she yeah. did there? She asked me questions about like my previous publication experience, and so I did. I talked about my self publishing experience and my poem with Phantom House Press. So I talked about those two things, and we talked a little bit about you know if I liked self publishing or not, and kind of what was my experience with that, which was cool because she taught the class the night before about self-publishing versus traditional publishing. So she had like a little insider on that because she's also, she has also self-published. So we talked about that. Um, And then I kind of talked about what my mission statement as an author is just to, I don't know, just to kind of give like. No, I mean, it's important. It's, you know, it's a good idea to, uh, to let her know, not just your story about, but what, what you're kind of about and the background you have and kind of what you hope to accomplish with your writing. I mean, I think it all gets packaged into that kind of uh, information you give her. Now, yeah. Were there any particular questions? Were there, were there any particular questions that she asked you that you kind of remember as being interesting or anything? I remember she asked me, well, she asked me toward the end, like to tell me some things about myself. Cause I totally forgot that. I was like, <laughs> just talking about my book and like, you know, 
my author platform, whatever. Um, she's like, tell me, you know, just a little bit about yourself. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that that was important <laughs> too. And then she also asked me if I had story ideas for the future and kind of what that looked like, because, you know, if somebody takes you on as a client, they want to know that you'll keep writing and keep providing opportunity to sell books. So um, we talked about that really briefly, but that was kind of at the end, like when we were running out of time. Was she thinking about like, do you have more stories in mind for the characters for the story you pitched her? Like, is this, did you, I guess what I'm saying is, did she ask you, is this a series that you're, that you pitched? Well, I, I told her right up front that it, that it was a duology because I have 33,000 words of the new book written. And I told her that too. Oh yeah, that's right. That's good. I mean, if they're looking for series, like, I think a lot of, uh, like you said, a lot of agents want to represent authors of a series because people like reading one after another, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess uh, we'll wrap this up in a bow. Kara, how did it go at the end of the pitch, at the end of the session, the 10 minutes is up, the clock ticks to zero. How did it end? Well, she was really excited about my pitch. And since she had already gotten a query from me, she told me that she had read my submission before I even did the pitch and was going to request more material from me anyway. So at the end of the pitch, she said, I'm going to send you an email with uh, instructions and I would love to read your full manuscript. Sweet. So I, and then the Zoom was like over because it was like 10 minutes. So it was like, yes, I want your full manuscript. Like, oh, thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Done. Like Zoom was done. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, what do I do now? So I, I jumped up and down a little bit and then I called my husband. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. We need the we need a little yes. oh, the, the the victory bell ringing right now. She actually, uh, so I sent my material to her yesterday, and she emailed me this morning and said she received it. It's in the system, and it takes, you know, twelve weeks to hear back. It's a while, right. but at least it's promising, and at least she gave me a timeline because a lot of agents actually don't. So that was nice. <laughs> so first pitch. And it ended with a request for the manuscript. That is awesome. Yes, I am praying about it, <laughs> praying that the story holds up for her, and that would be super cool. Be great. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, I'm definitely going to be bugging you every day about did you hear back? Did you hear back? Yet? Trust hear me, back I'll yet? let you know because I will be ecstatic, or I'll let you know because I'll be really, really sad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, try not to be sad if it does because. It's a huge step to even do the pitch. I always said I'd never do that. <laughs> right. So now you've got one on your belt. Yeah, that's true. And it ended well. So, I mean, hey, don't stop now. So how about how about the rest of the conference now? The, there were a bunch of different sessions. And like you said, they had some on storytelling. They had some on how to query and how to write proposals and stuff. So which sessions did you attend? Or which, which standout sessions, I guess, are, are forefront in your mind? Definitely the info dumping versus enfolding session. That was taught by Care Alexi. And she just did a really good job of like specifically talking about the purpose of prologues and the purpose of backstory. Like, do you really need it in your book or do you write backstory for you as a writer? And so just kind of talking about like what to add because you're close to your characters, you know, like, you know, their backstory, but does your reader need to know all of that? She did a really good job with that. 
That's an excellent point. Yeah, because I think we do that. We create these big, the worlds and backstories for our characters. And, and we think for the reader to understand, and we, we got to put it in there. And not always true, right? That's kind of the point of her class. So what was the most interesting thing you learned, would you say? Hmm. Interesting? I don't know. I, I think the most beneficial thing maybe that I learned was how to write a one-page synopsis. Because that was difficult to do. That was actually going to be my next question. Oh, was it? What was the most what was the most valuable thing you learned? So you you answered that one. Okay. So the most valuable the most valuable was how to write a one page synopsis. But maybe the most interesting, I would I honestly would still say that the info dumping versus infolding. I thought that was she used um, some examples from Star Wars, which was which was fun. A favorite topic on the right note. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the agents did use that <laughs> with Star Wars because everyone knows it, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was probably the most interesting, honestly. That that session was just like really good. Excellent. I guess the ultimate question here is: Would you attend again? Yes, I would attend it again. I think I, maybe I wouldn't attend it again if it was the same classes. You know what I mean? Like, right. It would have to be different classes, but they do a lot of workshops throughout the year so i would probably attend one of their workshops again yes oh my gosh no i know what was the most interesting thing i can't believe i didn't even talk about this oh rewind 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 the most interesting session was the they call it writers got talent you could submit your first page and on the zoom call there were four there were four agents and the moderator would read the page and the agent would lift their hand when they would stop reading, you know, if they were reading it as like a submission and then right. they would go through and say why they stopped reading. And that was really interesting. Like what they had to say about, about the pages that were read. That was interesting. So you got a little, you got a little insight into their thinking as you're reading someone's writing for the first time, right? The yeah. first page. Did you, you didn't get your first page up there, did you? I didn't send it in. I thought I can't handle that. <laughs> so, so be honest. You've heard whatever first pages they read. Were some of them good? Were some of them bad? Or were there any that were really bad? <laughs> I'm not, not going to say focus on the negative. Bad. I'm not going to say okay, whether no, they were bad. That. Don't but, but there, there was one where, as the moderator was reading it, I was like, "What is?" this even saying like i was so confused and uh and all the agents said the same thing did the guy's hand go up and like yeah ah. everyone was like what? i'm super confused so i was like at least i'm not the only one but um yeah i think it was really beneficial to see like a lot of them you know as they were reading the f- first page a lot of them stopped because they were like well why do i care you know like why do i care about right. this or and a lot of them had a preference of like if you're not starting with the main character then that doesn't hook me enough, which was interesting to me, you know, because I think a lot of the times you want to start by like, or as a writer, you want to start by like setting the scene and like, where are they and whatever. But they were like, I don't care. You can weave that in later. But like, what's, what is the character doing? Like sentence one. So that was interesting. Yeah. Like what, what the the main character, the character I'm going to be spending the rest of the book with, I want to see him first. Right. One of the pages started with this name of like a character but then the whole page is about somebody else. And so they were like, wait, <laughs> you started with the not main character and then went into the main character. So that was cool to see that kind of stuff. You know, that reminds me of a 
I read an article on, uh, it was kind of on the same similar topic about uh, uh, your first paragraph or your first page or whatever, and how to, how to make it catchy or whatever, or mm-hmm. get someone's attention rather. Uh, and one thing I remember that I actually went back into my current whip and I rewrote my first paragraph after I read this was tell us right away, tell the reader why, why is your story unique? Mm-hmm. What makes yeah. your story <clears throat> right. different? Right. Because there's got to be something in it that, or, or you hope there's something in it that is sets you apart from every other detective story or or every other fantasy story or or your special take on this certain genre or trope or whatever. And I thought, you know, I, and I read what I originally had. And I'm like, she's right. This could be any, you know. So yeah, that was that was helpful. And I think that was kind of what they were getting at in your in your seminar. Yeah, too. after after that class, I actually, before I sent my submission to Anjanette, I went back and actually changed a couple things in my first chapter or like kind of switched things around after that session. And then it helped it, I think so. Cool. Okay. So let's get to the particulars. How much did the conference cost to attend? Okay. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I think it was like 280. I think that's what it was. I can't remember. I know I sent you the information. Well, you wrote the check, baby. I think I it didn't. was 280, but I can't remember for sure. <laughs> it was an electronic transfer, let's be honest. Oh, so it wasn't real money. You didn't right. see it. As, <laughs> as Dwight Schrute says, money isn't real ever since the gold standard. <laughs> he has a point. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, but I think it was like, it was in the 200s. Because I was okay. like, oh, that's not that bad. And then you paid, you could choose to pay extra to do like, if you wanted like a critique of your first chapter or like a query critique, but I didn't. For some reason I have like 189 bucks in my head, but that does that sound cheap? You know, to you? listen, nothing, nothing's cheap these days, but that might be right. Okay. And remember. then how about, how about the registration process? Was that easy? Was that hard? Was it confusing? So easy. Was it-, it was so easy. Their communication was great. All throughout like the weekend, they were emailing with updates and and keeping you on point, you know, on track and just constantly reminding you too, because it was in Pacific time. <laughs> they were like, remember, oh, yeah, yeah. Ed, this is in Pacific time. So every, every second I was like, okay, if it's at this time, then I'm actually at this time. But the, they used an app called GoToWeb that you use to do your sessions and you can set your time on that app so it it corrected it for me but yeah it was really it was really easy and they offered like a practice session too like on that thursday night before the actual thing started on friday they did like a practice session of like this is how you log in this is where you go to you know ask a question in the chat box so they were really they were really helpful great sounds like it's well organized they had a, a lot of helpful sessions and the literary agents being there, I think, were was kind of a unique because there, there were a lot of them there. I think it was primarily it seemed like they were more agents than professors or authors or whatever. Everyone teaching. who taught a session was an agent. Okay, so it was pretty much uh, publishing yeah. centric. Well, that's very cool. That's a good place yeah, to go. It was. It was cool. 
So thumbs up for the uh, the writing workshop of San Francisco. Yes, it was a great time. I, I think that's going to wrap up this bonus episode of the Right Note, Kara. And it's it's great you got you got your pitch, you got your request of the manuscript. We're all excited to, to hear back from that. But until then, keep your pen to the page and write on. 